Hello and welcome to the Songs of Emily Rose podcast. My name is Emily Rose Simons and every month I will gift unto the internet three songs and a bit of spiel wrapped up in a rough and not quite so ready podcast. So write some Christmas cards, heat up that mulled wine, panic scroll through Etsy or whatever you like to do as you listen to the Songs of Emily Rose podcast episode two. The theme for this episode is Christmas, or the vortex of Christmas, the glitter-covered black hole of a festival that sucks everything into its path. Nothing and no one in the Western Hemisphere is spared from its carol-singing pull of insanity, not even this tiny little Jew in North London with her tiny little podcast. From mid-October, we can see Christmas approaching from the distance and we start acting questionably, making questionable decisions. At this time of year, I believe all decision-making should be cordoned off with a massive neon sign saying, do not operate heavy emotional machinery until January 15th. For example, a few Octobers ago, I was typing out an email to a certain kind of person in my life. And the email to this certain kind of person in my life became a song. And the song to this certain kind of person was sent to this certain kind of person instead. Was that a questionable decision? Almost certainly. Is it a questionable song? I like to think not. Hey, I know we're both Jewish and... You live in Ohio, but you know you want to celebrate Christ's birthday in London with me. Okay, I know you're an atheist, and you think religion is stupid, but Cupid wants you to sing carols in London with me. London is wet. London is cold. The houses only smell like damp because they're damp and old. But London can be quite mild after a drink or three So come spend a cold wet Christmas in London with me I know you've internalised anti-Semitism And I live in gold is green By which I mean you want to light candles surrounded by rabbis and me Yes, I know you hate being lonely And I'm working in a cinema all of the time But it's a crime if you don't spend Christmas in London Occasionally with me London is dark, London is dank But you live in Ohio and you work for a bank You're already the poster boy of Midwestern drudgery So you might as well spend a dark, dank Christmas in London with me We broke up two years ago, which technically makes you my ex. But in the last eight months, we've had three nights of not quite meaningless sex. And I know you broke up with me for reasons that were reasonably good. But you should have not quite meaningless Christmas sex in London with me. Because London is cute, London is quaint Sometimes it's so pretty I could easily faint 
London is the home I did not get to choose But I refuse to set one foot in Ohio If you're wise and choose to love me, you will fall in love with my city and spend a wet, cold, dark, dank, beautiful Christmas in London and make me your wife for purely immigration reasons. Or have yourself a merry little Christmas and a wonderful life. That was Christmas in London with me. And if you would like to add that song to your repertoire, please do. The sheet music is available from newukmusicals.co.uk, though. Just as a little warning, if you are thinking of sending that song to a certain kind of someone, you may or may not get the certain kind of result that you are looking for. Anyway, moving on. Last year, I felt a show gurgling inside me. And then on the morning of Christmas Eve, this is Christmas Eve 2020. Yes, the Christmas Eve of the Christmas that was cancelled. On that morning, I needed to pop into work. My day job is being the venue manager for a church in central London. By lunchtime, I was finished and about to go home. The church was quiet. London was so quiet. And that gurgling show inside me was now screaming. I thought I'd stay for 20 minutes or so just to jot something down to satisfy the um, the screaming show inside me. But then suddenly it was hours later and the entire church was pitch black apart from the light from the computer screen. London was extremely silent and I had reached the end of an absolute hot mess of a first draft outline sketch of a new show. The show is called Breaking Up With Nigel. It takes place on Christmas Eve 2010 when the main character is 20 years old and about to break up with her boyfriend over text, when she is visited by three women. These three women are herself at age 25, herself at age 30 and herself at age 40. This next song is near the beginning of the show. Her 25-year-old self and her 30-year-old self are convincing the 20-year-old self to not break up with her boyfriend. Which, by the way, for the 25-year-old and the 30-year-old, is the catalyst for their unsuccessful comedy career. This is By the Christmas Tree from Breaking Up with Nigel. You're desperate. What, to receive a one-star review? Oh, so desperate to be told your punchlines are shitty. Desperate for a thousand rejections Or please apply again For jobs or gigs or awards Or agents, homes or men Don't you want to be invited to weddings? Don't you want to be able to go? 
if we or I, I mean you? What if we could change your fate in time for tomorrow? So you can sit yourself by a Christmas tree, your first Christmas, your first love. If you're nice and kind, you'll learn to fit into a tinsel-covered glove. Your heart could take a snapshot of your new favourite memory. Or the person I would be if I had sat by that tree. Do you want every Christmas spent with miserable strangers? Do you want a Christmas spent entirely alone? Or 30 Valentines without a partner? Two dozen New Year's without a kiss? Or a string of one night stands that you'll eventually miss? Maybe you don't need so many life lessons. Maybe you don't need to dream of having clout. What if we or I, I mean you, you could have only nice thoughts to think about when sitting by your annual Christmas tree, living the British sitcom dream, playing the character cameo that must blend into the theme. You'll get to know. The person I would be if I had sat by that tree. Boldness makes a brilliant story, complexity creates a comic core. But simplicity is simply a good way to live. You love him, he loves you. You don't need to be the person who wants more Please don't need more You don't need to know what it's like to fill small nightclubs with laughter Or know how to wait for your applause to go down Or know that electricity has the audience engaged Or all the gallows humour with fellow nobodies backstage What if decisions are wasted? When they're classed by a youth-doomed hand Why should you, I, I mean us Why should we be held by the choices Made by a child Who won't ever understand I should be by a Christmas tree Filled with the joy I make sure I Choose this first Christmas as part of his family. Please let me be the girl who sat 
by that Christmas tree. That was By the Christmas Tree from Breaking Up with Nigel. Now, if you will allow me, I'm going to take a slight sidestep. Stay with me, there is a point. This may or may not be one of those questionable decisions. Okay, so the Jewish New Year takes place in the autumn. We have Rosh Hashanah, which is celebrated with happy services in the synagogue and lovely meals with the family. Then, ten days later, we have Yom Kippur, which is a day of fasting and reflection. There is a custom in synagogue where a list of sins and transgressions are read out and people listen to the list and if they have committed one of the sins that is read out, they beat themselves on the chest. It is a difficult festival, but in the last few years I've been heartened by the increasing amount of rabbis and other service and community leaders asking people to be kind to themselves, to be gentle. Because everyone knows this day is difficult. Because the community is going through it together. So we are able to acknowledge it and understand the support needed for it. The restart of the Gregorian calendar does not offer such an official separation of celebration and reflection. Let's face it, this entire season is built around joy but there are so many of us who feel alone as we secretly beat ourselves on the chest whilst trying to simultaneously smile and keep up with the happy festivities of this happy time. Because Christmas is happy. Even if you are not Christian, it's a happy time. But it's also a marker in a person's life. Thinking about and comparing every Christmas that's been with the one that you're standing in, the Christmas you thought you'd have by now, the Christmases those around you thought you'd have by now, as well as all the Christmases around you. Each transgression from expectation may feel like a sin and worth beating your chest for, but be, be kind with yourself. Please be gentle with yourself. In those moments where you feel like you're the only person not dancing at a massive party, you're probably closer to being in a synagogue on Yom Kippur, surrounded by people beating their chest and reflecting on their choices. It is why when we are being sucked into the Christmas vortex, we must always remember compassion for ourselves and each other, and even the questionable decisions made by our past selves. With this in mind, I will introduce the final song. But before I do, I need to give a trigger warning. The next song references suicide. So I will now give a two-second pause for anyone who needs to stop the podcast here. And I wish you a warm and festive period. Seven Fishes is a film about an Italian-American family who are so wrapped up in creating the perfect holiday memory at their Feast of the Seven Fishes, they completely miss the fact that one of their own does not intend to stick around for dinner. Or, at all. It was written by Ali Keller, directed by Jacqueline Gramigna, and the score is composed by me.
You are about to hear the credit song from the film with lyrics by Ali Keller and vocals from Justin Lowry. Twinkle lights and tidy mangers, elaborate food and jolly small talk with strangers. Blinded by the decor, the time of year, I didn't see how distant you were when you were here. Silent days and silent nights, you held on to all the The little looks as your hope fell The crushing weight you hid so well What was invisible then Is neon in so many ways That silent, silent, silent I hear you now and always Carolers and vigil masses Gingerbread homes and constantly fogged up glasses Blinded by the happy and the time of year I didn't see how distant you were When you were here Silent days and silent nights You held on to all the fights The little looks as your hope fell the crushing weight that you hid so well What was invisible then Is neon in so many ways That silence, silence, silence I hear you now and always when did you start feeling? How long did you wait before? Christmas without you isn't Christmas anymore Gifts open, snowflakes fall Traditions happen as if you were never here at all Silence echoes through decked out halls Oh, 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 oh,
crushing weight that you hid so well. What was invisible then is neon in so many ways. That silence, 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 I hear you now and always. That was Silent Days and Silent Nights from the film Seven Fishes, with lyrics by Ali Keller, music composed by me, and the vocals were performed by Justin Lowry. If you have enjoyed this podcast, you can find me on my website, songsofemilyrose.com, and my sheet music from newukmusicals.co.uk. Quarterly, I will be releasing the songs from this podcast as a collection, which you can access through most music providers, including Spotify. And the first Songs of Emily Rose podcast collection is out now or soon, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Also, I am a member of a choir, so I will give a cheeky little plug for the High Holborn Chamber Choir concert at the American Church in London on the 11th of December. It is going to be a fab concert with loads of great music and not all of the music is gonna be about Christmas which is pretty much unheard of for central London in December so I hope to see many of you there. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and will tune in for the next episode on the other side of the Christmas vortex. Until then I have been Emily Rose Simons and thank you for listening to the Songs of Emily Rose podcast episode 2.